Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is DJ DeMers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 160 for Wednesday, June 3rd, 2020. Welcome back, onesies. How are we doing? Guys, are we having a great quarantine still? Is everyone doing absolutely outstanding? Huh? 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 Thanks for being here, onesies. I appreciate you. Um, This week, I'm going to be talking about uh, going for some walks. I've been doing some walks lately, and um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm getting out of the house a little bit more trying to take care of myself. I have, uh, I've been gaining weight. Um, so we need to need to turn this around. I'm just kind of, when's it all over? What does it all mean? Um, maybe I went for a walk with mom, went for a walk, a couple walks with Simon, my roommate. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys my thoughts on ice cream. Uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I went and I visited, I surprised my mom with breakfast. One of these days, uh, had to go boost my brother's car. Uh, I completed all the trophies for Don't Starve Together, and I'll tell you a little bit about that. I uh, watched a couple of movies, one of them for the first time, one of them for the second time. And uh, yeah, just a little bit of this, that, and the other uh, I'll be talking about. So why don't I just get right into it? Huh? Huh? Um, still playing video games, right? Still spending lots of time inside, but getting some walks uh, 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 going. I uh, gave my mom a call the other day and uh, decided to go for a walk with the dogs. The weather has been nice. For, well, the weather was nice for some days, but a couple of rainy days here recording this on Wednesday itself, June 3rd, um, still relatively early in the morning. Oh, uh, well, it's just, just, just over the hump of afternoon. But, um, so I gave her a call and I just, I went over to see her and, um, took her, you know, her and the, the took her and the dogs for a walk. Yeah. Three leashes. Um, no, we just went for a nice little walk around her neighborhood and it was nice to get out. Uh, I'd been meeting her for like walks with the dogs where we'd get in the cars and meet at like a field and sort of walk them. They'd just be off leash and run around some fields. But it was kind of like, ah, I don't really feel like that. And there's certain, some of the places too, like there's lots of people. So it was almost like, you know what, if we're going to have a ton of people around, I just rather do it on leash in the neighborhood. But anyways, it was, it was a great little walk. Um, you know, the sun was out. Dogs had a great time. Uh, it was great. Right. I had a great time. Um, also I have been going for, uh, walks with Simon, my roommate. So just him and I, Simon, I guess went to this brand new, um, you know, faux place. I'm not a big faux guy, but I'm not going to say anything about that. Uh, if you ever want to know, ask me or, you know, send me an email, right? Contact at one man podcast.com. Uh, but yeah, so Simon had gone to this, uh, this faux place called crazy faux you and, uh, he, he was thoroughly impressed because he was telling me that they had bond me. Well, I don't know if you guys pay attention to this podcast, but I dig bond me. There's a bond me place, uh, just down the street from, uh, absolute comedy in Toronto called bond me boys. And they do uh bond me's and they do bows. And, um, and I, and I dig that place, uh, bond me in case you don't know what it is, is basically like a Vietnamese French fusion food. Uh, it's really basically what it is. This is like sandwich, but it's on a, like a French baguette. And then you'd have like, you know, seasoned meats and stuff like that with like cilantro and pickled carrots and cucumbers and things like that. It's a really nice tasting sandwiches. Um, so Simon had a bond me. I think he had his first one ever at this crazy for you place, which is not far from our place. And, um, he's been saying to me for a few days, like we should go, we should go. But then like, there was one day where I was wiped, you know, come the evening, he was wiped, come the evening another day. So it was just kind of like, all right, let's go. So we managed to, to get that. Uh, we managed to do that. And we walked, uh, walked up to the place, had a nice bon mi. Their bon mi is delicious. They actually put like a nice beef pate on it as well. Um, absolutely delicious, reasonable price at a great time. It was a nice little walk too. It was probably, you know, 20, 25 minutes each way. Um, so nice little bit of exercise in there. And, um, 
it was, it was, yeah, I, I definitely go back. Uh, the, uh, the owner, great dude named Andrew. We chatted with him while they were getting the orders ready. But, uh, yeah, a dude originally from Ottawa moved down to Texas for a while. His family has a restaurant down there where they make these. And, uh, and I guess a few years ago or, or not, not long ago, sorry, uh, moved back to Ottawa and he's had his place for two months now. So it hasn't been open long. And of course it's rough time for any restaurant to open up amidst all of the COVID quarantine and whatnot, but, um, good spot. And, and I'll definitely be back. Um, the reason I mentioned this, the ice cream thing was, I think I had the bond means and I was walking back and I was just like, you know what? I, I don't know why my body was just like, gotta have some ice cream. Gotta have some ice cream. I think because there was a McDonald's like two doors down from, you know, the, the bond me place. And I was like, Hey, you want to get, want to get McFlurry? And then I was like, you know what? McFlurries are fucking disgusting. Uh, they're gross. So they taste waxy and everything. I'm like, no, no. So we're walking back. I'm like, I'll just, I'll just go to shoppers or something and get a little, little tub of Ben and Jerry's. And, uh, and I was chatting with Simon. And I was like, yeah. And those things, just for the record, those things, that's not a, that's not a, a, a two, that's not a two sitting. I, I'll listen. I'll, I'll give you this. You can have, you can share it with somebody, right? You, you and your significant other want to sit and, and work on a tub of Ben and Jerry's or Hagen does together. I can, I can get behind that. I can get behind that sharing. Absolutely. But you don't, uh, I don't understand. Like, first off, skinny people go fuck yourselves. All right. You don't, you don't, those little Ben and Jerry's tubs and Hagen does tubs. You open those up. That's it. You finish what you start. You don't, you don't go, Oh, I'm just going to have like a little bit of it and I'll cover it better. Oh, fuck yourself. Quitter. All right. If you can't, those, those, I, I was saying this to Simon on the way back. I'm like, those little things, the lid should self-destruct. Like when you open it up, the lid goes directly in the garbage. You're not finishing that later. Those tubs are single serve additions as far as I'm concerned. Yes, I'm a fat fuck. And yes, that's how you get big. I don't give a shit. If you're a skinny person, like, well, I'm going to eat that. Go fuck yourself. You shouldn't be eating that anyways. If you want to say thin, otherwise you commit to what you start. You don't buy it and then not finish it. All right. You don't buy a little grab bag of chips and go, mm, I'm going to have like three or four sittings out of this. Oh, fuck yourself. All right. I know it's not designed as a single serve, but, but let's get serious. All right. If you're putting smart money down that, you know, more than 50% of the population is cracking those open and they're finishing them in one sitting. I'm not talking about larger tubs. All right. There's, there's also the different sizes. the Briars tubs. Yeah. Those ones are not single serve there. I guess there's certain people who would probably go through them in a single serving or single sitting. That's fine. All right. I don't, I, you definitely shouldn't be doing that, but I'm saying that the little Hagen does ones. Holy fuck. How can you not finish that in one sitting? Oh, it's just, I just don't want all the kill. Oh, fuck yourself. If you can't finish one of those in one sitting, you get yourself a little ice cream pop. Go have a drumstick quitter. That's all I'm saying. All right. That's my thoughts on ice cream. All right. Those, those Ben and Jerry's, those things, you take the lid off right in the garbage. That's never meant to go back on. Um, anyways, I got, I ended up getting one that was like uh, Ben and Jerry's coffee. It was like coffee. What was it? Coffee, caramel, something. And it was like, it was weird. It was like a very thin coffee flavor. It was like, let's put it this way. If you've ever let like an iced coffee melt, and then you have this severely diluted coffee drink, that's what the ice cream tasted like. It's like, it's ice cream. Shouldn't it be thick? Right? Anyways, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to go off on a tangent on ice cream, even though I just did. I'm just saying this stuff I got, if you happen to ever be, it was because it was like three flavors that were on sale. I'm like, oh, coffee sounds nice. I've had coffee haagen before, and that's delicious. Uh, it's like coffee when it's got little chunks of chocolate in it. Uh, is a fat person going on about ice cream? Yes. Yes. Don't act like it's the first time you've heard me talk about that shit. Um, anyways, I do not recommend the Ben and Jerry's coffee, caramel, whatever the fuck it's called. All right. It, uh, was, it tasted too thin, <laughs> too thin. Um, it was more like, it was like a week, uh, honestly, it was like a week sorbet. It was very watery. Didn't taste like ice cream. All right, moving on. Um, breakfast, huh? So, uh, my sleep schedule has been getting better. I've been finding myself actually funny enough, like falling asleep earlier evening, like getting, getting absolutely gassed by like 7 PM, 8 PM. And, uh, and so, especially with the walking too, like these are nothing walks old me could have handled this and wouldn't have, it wouldn't have cost him his evening energy. But, uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> I've been, I've been falling asleep and then like waking up at like f anywhere between four and 6 AM. And then I just, you know, stay up. Sometimes I'm like, oh, well it's four. I'll probably stay up till six. I'll go back to sleep at like six till nine, catch a few extra hours and I'll just be up from nine to whatever. But I just, I never end up doing so. I mean, I've been falling asleep at like 10 PM and 9 PM and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I'll just have like a little nap. 
you know, I'll have like a two hour nap and then get back up. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I go to sleep. I'm fucking done. But one of the mornings I woke up early and I was like, I'd like to do something nice for my mom. Um, I'm like, maybe I'll just bring her breakfast, you know, or bring her like a little treat. Cause I know she's, she's still kind of stir crazy and stuff like that. And she likes people visiting. She's, she's making her little passive aggressive comments, letting everyone know that she's no, you know, she'd like to see people and stuff like that. And she's starting to go and do grocery shopping and go to stores a little unnecessarily. So I'm trying to kibosh that. So I'm, I'm finding ways to just, you know, spend time and whatnot. But, uh, I ended up deciding, I'm like, you know what I had, I had, I don't know why I had a craving for donuts. I sound like the fattest fuck this week, but I, uh, I, I was just like, you know what? I wouldn't mind like one of those like artisanal donut places or like a bakery or something. So I remember in the morning, I'm like, I'll bring my mom like a little treat in the morning. So I was like looking at some of the bakeries that I, I used to go to, right. Where you can go and get like some sort of like cinnamon bun or something, just something nice and baked and, and, or a cronut or whatever the fuck you call them. Um, things like that. Just like, I'll, I'll get her something like that. Bring her a coffee. That'll be like a nice treat in the morning. And, uh, I think like all the places I was looking at were like closed or didn't open until, you know, like they were, they were like either completely closed because of COVID or for some reason, like closed, you know, only open, like, let's say Wednesday to Sunday. And this was like Monday morning or something like that. So I was like, all right. So the only thing that I saw that was open, that was kind of like putting my head in that direction was like this fresh donut place. Um, and so I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go, you know, when they open, get some fresh donuts, bring them over to my mom's place. Right. And I decided, I'm like, well, I can't, I want to just show up first thing. I hear sugar. So I'm like, all right, I'll get her, I'll get her some McDonald's too. You know, McDonald's breakfast and a donut. So that's what I did. I got my mom, uh, coffee, donuts and breakfast showed up at her place. We had them in the back porch. And I guess that day she was having, uh, she was having a piece of furniture she ordered delivered too. So, uh, she cleaned up, uh, her place and, uh, we sat in the back porch, had breakfast was nice. My brother and his wife, I was just sitting there chat with her. She's like, Oh, your brother and his wife are coming over with the baby. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I guess I'll see them briefly too. Um, everyone just hung out in the backyard, but it was, it was kind of nice to see everybody, uh, you know, and they brought their dog and the dogs all played together. It was nice. It was just, an, it was, an, it was a little, um, you know, semblance of something that was pre COVID. Obviously my brother and his wife were there wearing masks and they were staying, you know, away from everybody, but everyone still got to talk and sort of hang out for a little bit. Um, in fact, the day prior, I actually had to go over to my brother's place and, uh, and boost his car. So their, their car had not, uh, had not started. Um, which is why you need a boost. Way to go, Josh. You're explaining basics. Um, yeah. So he just called me and said, Hey, do you have like a booster thing I can use? So I went over to their place with my, with my battery booster. I got to tell you guys, I, uh, I bought, I think when I got my last car, the, the fit, um, I bought one of those like booster pack things. And the reason I bought it was actually, I, I was at Costco and it was like 99 bucks. I'm like, Oh, it's not that expensive, but I bought it because it was like a tire pump, right? It was like a battery booster that had a tire pump. And I'd had a bunch of slow leaks on like my tires on my cars over the years. Like I'd run over a nail or something. Again, it's kind of, it's also like, what the, what the fuck are nails just doing in the middle of nowhere, you know, on the, on the road, just like, Oh, there's a roofing nail. I mean, obviously whatever, just stupid. The amount of shit that like I would get in my tires over the years, you know? Um, but I have like these slow leaks, right? I come out in the morning and I'm like, you know, why the fuck is my tire flat? And you know, not, nothing seeming to point the direction. And, you know, I bought, uh, but, but the thing is like the leaks I would get would always be like, you could go like a day or two on them. Like there were slow leaks. So I just thought in my head, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to end up, uh, in a position where I'm doing a show, like, let's say out of town and I get like a, you know, I get like a leak or a run over a nail or something and I can't get help. Cause it's like midnight on a, you know, Saturday or I'm stuck waiting like two hours. So I'm like, if I, if I buy this pump, you know, I'll be able to, uh, I'll be able to fill my, my tires myself. At least I can get my car. You know, if I have to fill the tire, like even if the, the, the thing is leaking, if I have to fill my tires, like once every, you know, 30 minutes, at least I'm still able to get the car closer to town. I just keep filling it up. I can limp it back in, you know, as opposed to like waiting on the side of the road for help. Uh, and I remember too, like even a year or so ago, I had a, I, I hit, a, I was driving Uber Oh, that pissed me off. I may have told you guys the story. It was like, I was broke and I was like, I could really, you know, use some money. And I'm like, ah, it's raining. I'm like, I'll go drive Uber. <clears throat> Literally pick up a group, like one, one ride, pick up a group of people, uh, hit up like a, 
a huge pothole because it was raining and it just looked like a puddle on the side of the road. Like, like there was water, there was water all along the side of the road, right? Like all the, all the gutters were all full of, of water and it was just, uh, yeah, it was just another puddle on the road. And I guess it was hiding a gigantic fucking hole underneath. You couldn't see because the water was over the surface. Right. And, um, and yeah, hit it cooked my rim and I was like, oh, the car feels like what's going on. When I dropped these people off, I saw that my whole rim was cooked. I'd fucked. Uh, I think they managed to save the tire, uh, but the rim was fucking, it was gone. It was done. Um, so I was like, well, that was great. That was great. I'm glad I, glad I decided to go out and, and make money, quote unquote, and ended up costing me more than what I made for the ride. Car was fucking done. But the point was, is I was actually, when I, when I dropped them off, I was pretty far from home and I was able to, uh, I was able to actually use my pump to keep pumping up the tire. Uh, I think I had to pump it up like twice or three times on the way home, but I managed to get myself all the way home because I had to pump as opposed to like, Hey, come tow my car home. Right. And Lord knows how long it would have taken me to do that. So, um, Yeah. I can't swear by these things enough. I, anyways, my, my point is I've, I've over the years had, uh, had, I bought it because I've had a lot of experiences with tire, flat tires. So I bought it for the pump, but it's funny. Cause when I bought this, uh, battery booster, the one for my fit, uh, I actually ended up having, um, battery issues with my car. So if that had a defective battery and every now and again, I would be like on the phone with Bluetooth or something like that. And I'd be chatting with somebody and I'd park and I'd turn off the car, but the, you know, the electricity would stay on because you were in a Bluetooth call. But if you, if you start talking about like five minutes, maybe even 10 minutes after you turn the car off, it fucking drained the battery, you know? So I was like, oh, and I ended up having to boost the car. Um, it kept happening, but the thing was, it was, it was fucked up because like every time, you know, it would happen at night. You know, I remember one time I was sitting in the car ch- ch- chatting with someone, you know, and it was like two in the morning. I'm like, fuck the car. And then I went to turn on the car when they, when they got out of the car and it wouldn't turn on. And then I just, you know, take the battery to the back, boost it and off I go. But like the amount of times that I was able to boost my car because I had that battery, like I, I now swear by them. So it's like the, the pump, pump and battery booster for a hundred bucks. That thing lives in my trunk. I bring it in once every six months to charge it again. But it's like, I, I will not own a vehicle. The one I have now is not the one that I had from these stories. And the whole idea was like, yeah, I, I, I gave that one when I, when I bought my new car, I gave my mom the, uh, the fit and I, uh, I gave her the thing with it. I go, yeah, this lives in your car. You don't take it inside and, and just forget it inside. Cause you know, and people do that. Like, well, I'll just bring it out when I need it. Well, you, you're not going to bring it out. You're not like, well, you know what? Today I think I'm going to have the emergency that you, you bring it in. And plug it in overnight. When you go back into the car in the morning, you take it with you. That thing lives in the car because you never know what the fuck's going to happen. I've used so many times. I've even actually, you know, happened to be near somebody who, who needed a boost or whatever. And I was able to use it to help them. Like it's, they're fucking great, man. I swear by that for a hundred bucks, you can get them at Canadian tire or other bigger places, but for the same specs and things like that, that this one has usually paying like three to 400 bucks. So yeah, definitely, uh, definitely suggest them. If you ever see these at Costco for like a hundred bucks, pick one up. You never know, uh, you never know what you might, when you might need to, you know, pump your tires full of air or, or bring your car back to life. So all of that is to say that I, because I had this, I was able to just fly from my brother's house, you know, bring it in. You can usually get jumps from a stranger too, right? But you got to have the booster cables, you know, be able to park nose to nose with another vehicle, whatever. And the thing too, is like my brother's in a parking garage, right? So I have to be able to get my vehicle down there and where it was parked, there was a car in front of him. So you know, it couldn't, I guess you could put your car in neutral and push it out, but then it would be in the, the, you know, the driving area of the parking garage. And that's if you can get it to, to push out. Cause there's no other way to get, get the other thing close enough to put jumper cables on it. Right. So lots of, lots of good, easy stuff to be had by having one of these things, but I can't swear by them enough. Um, am I just filling time, just filling time, you know, talking up the old battery booster thingy, majiggies. You know, that's all it is. Um, what should I talk about now? I'm going to look here. I, uh, oh, and the day Simon and Simon and I, like I said, we went for a couple of walks. One of them was to that faux place. The other one was to, um, I'm just basically getting out every day, which is good. I'm just finding a reason to get out. But, uh, yeah, the other day I, um, I saw, uh, you know, I was going to go, uh, I was actually going to have breakfast and then surprise Simon. I was going to, I was going to make uh pancakes. Cause I'm like, you know what? I've got some blueberries and some bananas and, you know, maybe make some pancakes, switch things up a little bit. It's been a while since I've made pancakes and, uh, and I'm like, and Simon's fucking always asleep and he can't cook for himself. You know, he doesn't, 
doesn't know how, doesn't know how to find the podcast, so I won't be hurting his feelings by saying this. But Simon can't cook anything. He can use the microwave and the toaster, both of them poorly. Um, so I'm like, you know, it'd be nice. I'd love to, you know, make something for somebody they can't make themselves. You know, that's nice. I mean, I'd, I'd like to feed anybody, obviously, but I'm just saying it's kind of cool when you're able to give somebody something that they can't do for themselves. You know, I like going to the mechanics because they can fix my car because I certainly can't. Right. Unless it's a, a slow leak or a, a dead battery, there's not much I can do for myself. But uh, anyways, I uh, I remember my dad was coming to get something I printed off for him. And then I turn around and Simon's like getting ready to leave the house. I was like, oh, because at this point I thought Simon was in bed sleeping. I thought and Simon sleeps till like three in the afternoon. So I'm like fucking nine o'clock in the morning. I'm going to go make, you know, give this to my dad. I'm going to go inside and make pancakes and then, uh, you know, feed uh, feed the old basement dweller. And I turn around and Simon's like putting his shoes and I go, oh, where are you going? He's like, well, I'm going to go for a walk down to my bank. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll join you, but I'm going to make breakfast first. I go, so if you want to wait for me, I'll, I'll make you breakfast. And, uh, I told him what I had planned and he's like, yes, yes, sir. I would like pancakes, pancakes would sound delicious. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll make us some fucking pancakes then. And, uh, and it turns out I was actually, I bought all these, like these, uh, dried, dried blueberries, which looked like raisins in the bag. So I was going to put like the dried blueberries in the, uh, in the batter. And then uh, add some bananas, but Simon had fresh blueberries. Is any of this of interest? Not really. Sorry, guys. Didn't mean to do that to you, but when was the last time you made pancakes, huh? Pancakes. Nice. I made, I made blueberry banana pancakes. I put, I made them in the Vitamix. So I forgot. I should have waited. This was something stupid that I did was the Vitamix will, will absolutely pulverize and blend anything that you stick into it, especially the high speeds. Right. So I should have mixed the batter first in the Vitamix and then on a, on like a super slow setting, added the banana and the blueberry afterwards. Instead, I put everything into the fucking blender and I'm like, well, I can't just take everything out. I need to blend this stuff. in. so I'm just like, so it just, it blended everything together and it turned the pancakes gray because of the blueberries. So it was pretty fucking funny. I made these like blay, blay, gray blueberry pancakes. I'm way ahead of myself mentally. <laughs> But it was nice. It was nice. I had pancakes. Went for a nice walk. Uh, I didn't know Dirienzo's was closed, but on our way back from the bank, we walked past uh, Dirienzo's, a staple here in Ottawa, and they uh, it's a sandwich shop, little sandwich bodega. Um, they are like, yeah, they're a huge, huge name in the city. Very like, definitely city famous. Definitely city famous. Everybody in the city knows Dirienzo's. Um, but yeah, so they're they're doing Renos. It's like they're never closed, but because of this COVID thing, like they're a small spot. And they busy, busy, busy. It's definitely, definitely could use an update for sure. So it's kind of cool that they're, they're doing, they're taking this opportunity to do renos and stuff like that. And we walked by and, uh, it's funny cause it's like a store built into the side of their house. Um, so we just saw them sitting on their porch and shoot the shit with them for a little bit on the way. But I know, glad to know that they're doing well. Um, yeah. So went for the walk, had some pancakes, said a little hello to some of the neighbors around absolute. Uh, yeah, good time. All right, whatever. I'm out walking. I'm making, I'm making, I'm making meals here. Um, uh, what is another thing? So let's, uh, let me see if I can bang off. I'm trying to put some sort of order into the list here. Um, I watched, uh, I watched a couple of movies. I watched into the spider verse again. I noticed that it was on crave uh, TV. So sometimes when you're eating stuff, it's nice to watch a movie, right? I don't like, like, yeah, I've been playing a lot of video games. I've been telling you guys about it. You know it, but, uh, it's hard to eat and play games and I don't like just staring at a pause screen. So I'll put on something to watch. Mostly I've been watching stuff like Tosh.0 and the, you know, Practical Jokers and stuff like that. My buddy Peter a while back gave me a, a thing, a flash drive with some seasons on that. But I decided to put on a movie and I, I went into Crave to see kind of what shows there are. Tosh.0, like I said, is on uh, on Crave and I was like, all right. But I, I happened to notice that the Into the Spider-Verse movie was on there and that's really good. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but if you haven't seen you know, into the spider verse. That's a, that's a great fucking movie. Really good animation, whatever. I mean, um, it even won an Oscar, I think for some sort of visual effects Oscar or something. Um, watch that good movie. Enjoyed it. Um, but I'd already seen it. So nothing, nothing special. I, I'm sure I reviewed it on the week that I saw it. So no need to waste your guys time there. Um, I also watched the movie good boys, which I think Seth Rogen is an executive producer for you. I got to tell you the simplest way to describe it is it's super bad. Uh, but with just even younger kids, right? Super bad. They're like, we're going to this big high school party and we want to make out or get laid. And it's like, this one's like, we're going to this, this, you know, 
elementary school party and we want to, we got to learn how to kiss a girl like, but it's just, and then it's just wackiness ensues. Um, this movie was no super bad. All right. It was not as good as super bad by and large. It was actually, I think I might've laughed twice in the entire movie. And I don't mean like, Oh, <laughs> like guttural laugh. I think I might've chuckled twice in the entire movie. Um, but the movie was made all that much better by the fact that I ordered little Caesars. Didn't know this, but little Caesars, you could order no delivery charge and their prices are pretty fucking good just in general. So I was able to get a nice meal, you know, delivery and tip for under 20 bucks. Terrible and off, off my, uh, my plan for not getting takeout or pizza or anything like that. But I'll tell you that day I was a happy guy. Had a movie, a new movie to watch that I hadn't seen and some pizza. Movie sucked. Pizza was great. And then I went to sleep early because I had a belly full of pizza. Um, yeah. Um, also sitting in front of the TV, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you guys this. And I, I, I this one's, uh, guys, send me fucking emails. All right. Send me emails. I got questions for you. I want to know what your experiences are. I had, uh, it's funny, like the week previous, my computer, my, my, my office chair broke and then this week, my uh, headphones broke. Fall out of pot, guys. It's the universe telling me, get out of the fucking chair. Get off the fucking video games. Um, my headphones broke. And um, I was like, I was went to put them on my head and they felt uh, a little off. I was like, oh, how come the left side feels loose? And I, you know, grabbed them by the muffs and <laughs> like like uh, the president, you know, grab them by the muff. Uh, he doesn't say that. Grab them by the pussy. He's a gentleman. He's not going to, he's not going to use... He's not going to use a fucking euphemism. He's going to he's going to get straight to the point. And that's why the people like Donald Trump because he's a straight shooter. He says what's on his mind. He don't waste your time with any of that cool to see stuff. Anyways, I grab them by the the muffs and uh, pull them off my you know spread them apart. I just spread them apart. Grab the muffs. Um, and I didn't see anything. I go. I'm looking to see if like if something's not sitting properly. If I twist it or something, nothing. I put them back on. The stuff feel loose. I go to take them off a second time. It just cracks right off on the, the left side. So I was like, oh, all right. Well, looks like I need a new pair of headphones. So jump on the interweb, see what's available. And I, I found a really good sale at Best Buy. Found um, a three hundred dollar set of headphones for two hundred bucks. I'm like, well, it's more than I want to spend, but saving a hundred bucks sounds pretty good. Yeah, and I hear you guys like, whoa. Just on a whim, willing to spend that. Well, just wait till you hear the whole story. All right, all right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just be like, "Hey guys, about headphones, yeah, good, good price." Fuck that. Um, so I got on, but yeah, Best Buy's thing, and I and I get the option. This was on uh, Saturday, I believe. So I'm like, okay. Um, I look, and it's probably at this point, it's like four, and I, I go online. I see that there's a set of them like at the Ottawa East location. So it's a good 20 minutes away from me by drive. Of course, of course. And you can do the thing with Best Buy, which is like reserve online. So I didn't want to buy them. You couldn't, you couldn't buy them and just pick them up. You had to like reserve and then go in and pay for them. And of course, like those systems are, you would probably reserve it and then wait for a confirmation email. Well, I think by the time I'd like, I'd like reserved it, whatever is like 430, and I'm like, I should probably get dressed and head in there. I want to get in there before, um, before they close. I look and they're like closed at six, six or seven. I can't remember which I'm pretty sure it was six. So I'm like, well, I better get in there because this is the last day of the sale. And I don't want to like wait for a confirmation email. And it's like, oh, now it's, now it's five 45. You have 15 minutes to get here. Oh shit. I better like, I'm like, no, I'll, I'll go in and I'm sure I'll get the email somewhere between now and the process. Why would they tell you something's in stock and that you can reserve it when it's not? You, you see where I'm going with this? So I get there. There is an unreasonably long lineup for a Best Buy at, you know, five o'clock or five. Yeah, five o'clock by that point. So I'm standing in the big, long COVID line outside of a Best Buy. I don't know what these people need <laughs> while well, I'm like, I need headphones for my video games. But, uh. Anyways, I finally get inside. Then I got to go stand in the order pickup line, which is basically just the, the only line in the store. Another big long line. I finally get to the front and I go, hey, I'm here to pick up some headphones. Uh, here's my name. Did you get your email? No, I didn't get the email yet, but it's you guys are almost closed. I didn't want to wait for an email. And they're looking, looking, nothing, nothing. The guy goes over to check with the other people and he goes, oh, uh, yeah, no, we don't have them in stock. You know, like, did you get? The, uh, and I go, oh, great. 
And then, um, you know, he's like, they're, they're sending you an email right now, like saying that they're not in stock. I'm like, well, pfft. you know, and I open my phone, look, oh yeah, look, wow. An email right now from you guys. Thanks guys. 10 minutes to close or whatever saying that you don't have them in stock. Like, that's great. You know? And they're like, well, you can order them online, sir. I'm like, I could have ordered them online two hours ago. You know, like every other store. It's funny too. Cause I'm like, why online? Like, okay. So this is, this is what I said. I, I think three times now I've, I've quote unquote reserved something online from Best Buy. Now here's the thing. I did not get a confirmation email saying that they're in stock this time. Granted, no argument. However, the previous two times I received confirmation emails, went into the store to pick it up. And when I went to pick it up, they're like, oh, it's, it's not here. We can't seem to find it, sir. I'm very sorry. Like always that's bullshit with Best Buy. Now. So, so whether they send you a confirmation or not, my experience has been that it's not there, uh, available again. I know we're just talking about a video game headset. No fucking big deal. It's just like, ugh, I came all the way here to be like, sorry, you can go home and order it online. I, again, I could have done that from home. So I say, I go, I so can I talk to the, the manager, please? Like I'm, uh, I was the Karen, but I wasn't a dick about it. I was like, I just, can I talk to the, like, I'd like to give some feedback on this. Cause it's my third time having this experience. And the store manager is the one like working the door, trying to like manage people coming in. I'm like, well, this is gonna be a fucking nightmare. So I start telling what happened. Doesn't even let me finish and goes like, well, did you wait? Did you get the confirmation email? And I'm like, no, is it? Well, sir, there I go. I go, Hey, I like that. Your go-to right off the bat is to blame me for this. Okay. I go, I'm just trying to give some feedback because this is the third time this has happened. The previous two times I did get your conference. And of course people are still trying to come in. Like people are still trying to come in. So he's like, he was trying to listen to me, but then people just walking right past him, like not waiting for a, yes, you can come in or whatever. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to go, I go, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be in the gaming section. I go, if you, I'll like, I know you're closing 10 minutes. So I think he was like, he's like, well, sir, I'll, I'll take a look for you and see if they're here. They're probably here. Just, we can't find them. And I was fine. I go, I'll do what you got to do. I'll go wait in the gaming section. Um, and I'm looking at the other headphones and stuff like they have there and they're, you know, they've got a bunch of like, you know, 60, $70 headsets. And I'm like, well, I don't know if these are just trash or whatever, whatever, who cares? I'm looking around. I eventually find some, I'm like, you know what? If I can't get the ones I'm looking for, I'll just get these. These are cheap, whatever. I think they were like 80 bucks or 70 bucks, whatever. And, uh, yeah, I, I waited there for like 20 minutes after close dude never came. Um, I go back up to the front cause I'm like, I'll just buy these then go back up to the front. He's just standing there with the other employees, like chatting about stuff. I mean, he's clearly telling them to do stuff, but it's like, all right, well, you had a customer waiting for you, whatever. Fuck this guy. So the, um, I go to the front, the same guy who helped me before saying, sorry, I don't have the stock. I'm, like, I'm just going to go with this. He's like, yeah, sorry. If you want, like you can order your headphones online. I'm like, dude, you got to stop saying that, man. That's, that's driving me crazy right now. I'm well aware buying online is an option. All right. I would have bought online at home if I wanted to buy online. You know, I go, when's, when's the delivery? He goes, the expected delivery date's like June 10th or June 15th. I'm like, yeah, man, like I don't, whatever. I don't want to wait two weeks. I'm just going to get these. I just, I said, it just sucks that like, you know, I go your store, if you guys only had, you know, they're like, well, you probably look reserved and someone had the, the pair in their hands. I go, well, that's just it. I go, I go, here's a really easy solution, you know? And the reason I want to talk to your manager is so that I could give him some feedback to send up the line. I don't know. Like we're, we're doing a lot of this buying shit online. I don't know. I'm sure nobody gives a fuck what I'm saying, but there's just, there's little simple fixes in life. You know what I mean? Like so many people are cool to just go, okay, I guess we'll go home and buy a line. Fuck them, man. If you drove all the way out there and stood in two fucking lines for something that was supposed to be there, the other stores didn't give me the option to reserve online. You know why? Cause they didn't have any, but this store didn't have any. And it gave me the option to reserve online on the last day of a sale, you know, two hours before close. So it was kind of like, all right, well, I'm, I'm not going to sit at home waiting for a confirmation email. Cause if I get my email 10 minutes to close, you know, well, I'm not going to, I'm not gonna be able to get in my car and get there anyway. So it makes no fucking difference. Um, my, my suggestion was, and you guys, you know, again, send me an email or don't, I'm sure, I'm sure I won't hear anything, but all I'm saying is if, if you have less than three items in stock, like three inventory on an item, you shouldn't be able to reserve it online. All right. To avoid that, maybe the one item is a defective one or a return or, um, or that maybe someone is walking around the store with one in their hand. 
All right. The store should, should automatically the database, right? You don't have to do anything. You don't have to lift a fucking finger at the store level. Just quite literally, once your inventory is below three, the reserve online is not an option. You either call the store and have them put it aside physically, like have someone do it to make sure. Right. But it shouldn't let you just to avoid these things. Simple solution. What do you think? Right. You're selling all sorts of different things. If you have under three, reserving online is not an option. Purchasing online is if you want to wait for it to be delivered, but the reserve online and come in and pick up shouldn't be an option if you have under three. That little thing right there would have solved the, the difference, would have made all the difference between me coming all the way in because it would have just shown up as another store that didn't have it in stock. And that's the thing. I wasn't mad at all the stores that didn't have it available for me to buy. I was, I was frustrated with the store that let me reserve it that didn't send me a, a confirmation email for almost two hours. And it's supposed to be like under 30 minutes and you get a confirmation email. So I, if I had got that, that email while I was in line, I could have left. Instead, I had to wait through all the lines, to get to the front to find out. And it wasn't until another employee went up and asked the chick who was putting together the emails. Like, Oh, do you guys have this? She's like, Oh no, no, we don't. Like I watched their interaction and it's like, I'll send them the email now. It's like, well, I, you don't need to send me the email. I'm standing right here and I'll fucking hear it from your mouth that you don't have it. Whatever. I, I don't like wasting time needlessly. And I hate when there's so many easy solutions to things, you know, like I said, this was my third time having this experience with Best Buy. And it's like, you know what? Stop letting people reserve online. If it's never in stock, when they come in, you know, less than an hour later, if you don't have three of them in the store, reserving online is not a fucking option. Wow. It's like the one subject I've talked the most about. I know it just pissed me off. It pissed me off because it seemed unnecessary. I get sometimes shit happens with Best Buy. It happens every fucking time. Right. Again, gaming headphones, nothing important in the slightest, but like I said, it doesn't really matter what it is. You could pick something important from a different store. The point being is you, you, there's simple ways to make things accessible and very simple fixes for stuff like that. Red, red's a, a listener, you know, you, you get it right. You're in programming. How fucking hard would it be to, to create a, a database? That's just like, yeah, if it's under three items, this isn't an option. Right. And then nobody's pissed off. But if there's three, then you got really, really good odds that even if one's walking around the store in someone's hands, there's still two other ones. Even if one is defective and one's walking around the store in someone's hands, there's probably still one on the shelf, right? It's a, it's a way better system than just, oh, we don't know what our inventory is. It says that there's one, but let's, you know, and in two hours from now, when we go to process your order, anyways, fuck them, whatever. I'm not, I'm not giving them any more time. Best Buy could suck my ass. Uh, <laughs> So I, um, but it, all that is to say that I was playing with, uh, with my friend Tina on don't starve together when my headphones broke and, uh, was having a, a great time doing it guys. I have, I've really come a long way in my, uh, in my don't starve together. So I'm going to start by saying I got the platinum trophy and don't starve together. One of the hardest games I've ever played, um, spent tons and tons and tons of time playing this game and still probably, I might just be around the 50% mark in terms of experiencing the things that the game has to offer. Um, may, and that's maybe I've talked to you guys about how, you know, you're, you're cutting down wood and you're finding food, whatever. This game has so much shit that I haven't even begin begun to, to like, you have to actually get on a boat and sail to other islands for certain types of things. Um, so I, I've, I've never even fully explored the continent that you start on, let alone finding these other areas and, and, you know, picking up the resources, not to mention that the whole underground area has so many different things. Like what a, what an interesting game. And there's like narratives even to all of the different things that you can encounter. Like there's some, some species of animals I've never seen. Um, still some bosses I've never seen. There's like a, the last trophy I had to get was to kill the ancient guardian. And I didn't even know what the fuck that was, but apparently in the underground, you will find at some point, something that's called like the ruins or whatever. And the ruins are like, um, it's like a maze, like an underground maze. And then like in one of the sections of the, the maze is like this ancient guardian and you, and it's got a shitload of health and it's very, uh, very dangerous, but people have found ways like little, little, I not cheats, but like, like little strategies to beating him. And, uh, and we were able to employ one of those and, uh, and kick the fucking shit out of him, beat him, killed him, popped the trophy, right. Got the t-shirt. Um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm still really enjoying, uh, enjoying don't starve together. I can't recommend it more to anyone who's got a, a console or PC has the opportunity to play it. 
but it's just fascinating the stuff that they've done. It takes the the level of imagination and creativity in the game. And of course, when you, you can play on different worlds, like different people's servers, but the idea is that like no map is ever generated the same way twice. So finding things and resources and animals and stuff like that are always going to be different. Um, but what's cool is there's just so much to it and everything is like, okay, I need to do this. Well, how do I do that? Like I've talked about how the game employs hunger, health, and sanity. Well, it's like some things you have to, in order to, to get things that you need to craft, you have to deliberately go insane because the crazier you get, you start to see these like shadows and then eventually the shadows turn into monsters and then eventually those monsters can actually attack you like the, the crazier that you get. So you're trying, you're same thing with, you know, you can die from hunger and you can die from, you know, injury, have regular health stuff, die from the darkness, die from sanity, right? Cause you start to lose your mind and all of a sudden these fucking creatures start coming at you. But when you, you, when you attack these shadow creatures, they drop like, uh, like nightmare fuel, whatever. And then there's things that you need the nightmare fuel in order to craft. So at some points, like I've played with people who were like, okay, I need nightmare fuel. So I gotta go drive myself insane. They'll actually go make themselves insane and then fight these monsters just to get it. So like just, just that level of creativity in a game where to drive yourself crazy, you know, not just as like, that's like, Hey, never go crazy. Cause you'll, you'll die. But to actually deliberately have to cause yourself to go crazy in order to be able to craft certain things, you know, um, and experience certain things that the game has to offer. There's uh there's this creature, I guess you find its bones. You find some of the bones. I don't know here and there. I don't know if you find all the bones in one place or if you find them separately, but it looks like a giant, like a uh, bull sort of, sort of creature. It's got giant horns. It almost looks like the, the devil from labyrinth, but if it was just a skeleton, um, it's like a big cattle skull, you know, those, like those long horns in Texas anyways, but it's this, it's this thing that I guess if you find the bones, you're able to put it back together. And if you bring it up to the surface world instead of the underworld, uh, if you bring it up to the surface world, um, it, 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 you can like bring it to life and it'll just walk around and like drop things that are good for the player. Like it'll create things that are of benefit to you. But then if you bring this thing underground, uh, there's a certain spot under that underground, like an altar or like a ritual place where if you bring this thing, that's like where it's from it's home. And as you, the closer you get to this area, the more, I guess this thing starts getting its memory back. Like there's no speaking or narrative, but it's just gets memory back. And if you actually bring it into the area where it is, then it becomes a boss and you have to fight it. So that was kind of cool. that it's like, it's like, it has like kind of like an amnesia or something like that. And then as you bring it back to where it's from, you can fight it and get stuff. But there's all sorts of things like that in this game where it's just, you know, like all like, like things you'll just, you could play an entire game and never find this thing's bones. But if you do, and then to find them and to know what to do with them, right? Cause there's no explanations. You don't get, you know, there's no storyline to this game. It's just find shit and then figure out what it is and what to do with it and gives you reasons to explore. Well, I found this thing. What do I do with it? I don't know. And then all of a sudden you might find something that requires that item and you're like, oh shit, check this out. Like it's, you know, you really do have to play with other players to someone goes, oh, I know what that is. That does this. And it's kind of cool to share the information and whatnot. Anyways, I finished Don't Start Together in terms of what trophies it asks you to get, but there's still so much to the game that, that I, I don't. Don't know. Looking forward to, you know, playing some more with some friends. Um, I told you guys I had a little bit of a challenge with my buddy, Chad, Chad in, uh, the USA there, New York. And, uh, Chad and I were in a race to see who can get to level 15 first. Well, I spent a lot of time on don't starve. Some of it getting, uh, you know, just spending time not working on trophies or anything like that. Um, and it gave, uh, gave little Chatterino here the, uh, the opportunity to, 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 just squeak out first place. I think I'm at, at 97%. I think when Chad crossed the finish line to level 15 on PlayStation, um, I think he, I was at like 90 or 80, 88%. So he did it. He did it. He got to level 15 before me. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm happy for him. doesn't sound like I'm because I'm writing a note here and I'm, I'm half paying attention. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm happy for him. He did good. He started to grind and, uh, and he hit level 15 before me again. This is nothing but bragging rights, but when you're sitting at home doing fuck all, it's, it's something, something gives you something to work on during the course of the day. So good for you, Chad. You did it, buddy. You, uh, <laughs> you got your PlayStation or you got your, uh, your level 15. 
he is finally also going to be getting his PlayStation replaced. I think he, uh, I don't know if I told you guys, but he headbutted the shit out of it. Uh, <laughs> his old PlayStation at the beginning of the whole COVID thing and has been waiting this entire time to get his PlayStation replaced. He has placed his order online and we'll get it soon. Huh? Huh? So just the people I'm chatting with online. Um, I've also started to replay, uh, the last of us going for like the survivor level trophies. Um, yeah, whatever the, the last of us part two comes out this month. Um, it's got mixed reviews, but that's a game that came out last of us in 2012. Right. And people have been waiting a long time for a sequel for me. I just played it last year, so it's not been that long at all. But I'm replaying it uh, just to, to, to do some mop-up trophies, see if maybe I can I squeeze a platinum out of that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think the only other thing I did this week was I went to Costco with my dad. Uh, he's uh, doing a lot of gardening. My dad's always been very, you know, had a green thumb for, you know, at least a long time now. I can't say as long as I've, as long as I've known him. Uh, he might have. I just can't say that I really watched him or, or noticed him doing any of it. He's always been outdoorsy. Um but yeah, so, uh, I went to Costco with my dad, uh, he's looking for some stuff for his garden. He's been doing a lot of gardening this week and, uh, I took a look, they have this thing at Costco and it's, it's called the, uh, DJI Osmo pocket. It's a, a little like camera gimbal thing. I had my eyes on, on, uh, GoPros for years, but they haven't really figured out a way to make it so that you can film a GoPro, like, so you can film with a GoPro in an environment, like a stand up comedy club. The, the, the bright lights from the stage versus the dark lights, the, the, the audience, the, the thing doesn't know what to do. It can't, uh, can't play with the contrast properly. So, uh, GoPros are not ideal for a comic, but this Osmo pocket thing is a small little camera with a gimbal and you can do like video blogs and stuff with it, but, but it might work anyways. It's on, it's on sale. I haven't picked one up trying not to spend money needlessly. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm fascinated by that. I was taking a look at that. Uh, if any of you guys use anything like that, let me know what you think of them. Um, I was, I was thinking too, if I'm going to be going for walks, it might be fun to just have something like this that I can use for, you know, talk about walking and bitching with Josh. And I'll just, I'll just take all these complaints that I have <laughs> and turn them into videos, see if that's uh, interesting or whatever. But anyways, yeah. So having said that, I, I did a bunch of different little things, uh, this last week. Uh, yeah. And let's move on to our sponsor DK, right? Google DK books, right? Wherever you are. So DK.com, DK.com slash CA, wherever you may be guys, get some DK. And, uh, and speaking of, of a green thumb and of course, everyone being a little more outdoorsy, right? Spending some time in the backyard with, uh, with my mom and, you know, see my brother and his wife and everyone just trying to be outside a little bit more. Right. And everyone's uncertain about, you know, people are starting to worry for some reason. Now, all of a sudden people again are worried about like the supply for food and stuff like that. I thought what better time, right? Um, you know, at least all the people around me seem to be growing stuff and whatnot. Why not learn how to grow food for free? Huh? The sustainable zero cost, low effort way to a bountiful hardest by who Richards, H U W who Richards, Hugh, huh? Uh, I don't know how to say that, but, uh, this book is cool as shit. So, uh, Richards gave himself a challenge to grow his own fruit and vegetables for free. He succeeded and now wants to help you do the same. Can't afford a raised bed. Make one from an old wooden pallet. Don't want to spend money on buying plants. Look in your kitchen for things to grow. What, like your hopes and dreams? What the fucking in your own kitchen? Uh, need a particular kind of rake? Set up an effective tool share with neighbors. No yard? Discover hidden spaces in your own community to turn into food abundance. Hoos. 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 Grow food for free. Has the inspiration and practice advice you need to start, grow, nurture, and harvest your own fruit and vegetables organically at zero cost, even if you're new to gardening. Take a big step towards self-sufficiency and real sustainability. Um this one was pretty fucking cool. Um, I, I kind of like DIY stuff, right? Everyone loves like, you know, when you're laying in bed in the morning and someone's shared on Facebook, one of those like life hack videos, you just look at all these different little things that kind of like DIY shit's really cool. But this, this book, um, it's neat. Like it was really, it's neat. Uh, this, you know, regardless of this guy's unpronounceable name, um, there's some really cool sections in it. Like for him, he has a, a like a, you know, a, a couple paragraphs on what does free mean to him. And it's like, you know, he's saying like free doesn't mean for no effort. You know, it means no money. You still have to put effort in. He goes, you know, it takes, takes time to do things in the garden, just like it takes time to go to the grocery store and buy food. So like, 
you know, you're not like, oh, well, it's, I just, you know, you don't set it and forget it. It ain't some Ron Poe appeal infomercial. You just, you've got to do some work in a garden, but, but you're getting your own shit and it's not, it's not costing you financially. Um, but he has, he has sections in the book to talk about the power of barter. So like, if you know somebody who's growing something, you can also grow, you know, you can grow something different and then you can trade with them or you can trade seeds or you can trade all sorts of things like, you know, a, a little like back to basics, but it's, but it's true. You could trade that stuff. Um, he talks about the tools that you're going to need, but there's tools that you can share tools that you can borrow. Uh, he makes suggestions. If you don't have your own gardening space, uh, see if you can use somebody else's gardening space. So if you know somebody who has a yard, you know, see if you can, you know, get a little piece of it for yourself to, to grow. And then in, in exchange, you give them some of what you harvest. Um, it also for people who have like a balcony or a terrace or patio, they don't have a yard. There's a section on like what kind of things you can grow there. Um, establishing water supplies is a big one. And of course, for anyone who's like, well, as soon as I said the word fruits, my brain immediately was like, well, pff, well, you can grow fruits in, in Canada. It's like, you're not, I, I, yeah, well, I don't know. I, bad point. I always think oranges and bananas. We're not growing that shit here in Canada, but, um, either way you can grow, you can grow blueberries and, uh, or what is it? Yeah. Raspberries and strawberries and, you know, you can grow an apple tree. You're going to need seven years. Um, but it, basically there's sections on how to work with your climate. And I like the the thing in here. I told you guys a long time ago, cause it's talking about like creating your space and stuff like that, establishing your water supplies, things like that. But there's a part in here that has the quote that I shared with you. The one I heard originally from Paul Verzi, but it's, it is a famous quote. The failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Um, it's talking about choosing your setup and everything like that, making sure that you get everything that you need ready. Um, but it's really cool. It's really cool. Like creating your own containers. Like it's showing here, um, how he creates like a planter out of like an old tire, just you, the tire itself can be the retaining wall and everything like that and different levels of maturity plants and where you could put them, but things, uh, raised bed gardens and stuff like that, uh, different watering solutions, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. It shows him like drilling holes into the bottom of like certain buckets. So you can just dump the bucket in a larger bucket to fill it with water and then literally just carry it over top of, of the stuff. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to go like too in depth <laughs> with it. Like, I don't want to start giving away everything that was it, but I just thought it was super cool. It made me want to have a little section of garden again, even though most shit that, that I would be able to grow is not my favorite stuff, but I wouldn't mind being able to, you know, grow some asparagus and, and cucumbers. And like a lot of the stuff that I like is kind of like the underground stuff that really gets attacked by grubs and you need systems and stuff. But, um, there's a section on compost too, like, like how to set up your own compost. Right. And the mixture between soil and compost. And of course, like that was, that was the section where they say like, you know, uh, for, for creating compost, it's like, well, you're not going to get it your first year. You're going to need to have your compost working for a while, but it could, you can get it ready this year and use it next year. And then this year you use just, you know, your soil, potting soil and, and alternatives. But I just thought it was cool. That was the section that was like, like compost. They say, when's the best time to plant a, an apple tree? It's like seven years ago or right now. So the whole idea is like, get it get it started now, you know, just because it's not going to be ready right now. doesn't mean you don't start it. Cause then you're just always that far away from it. But it, it shows you how to create your own compost bin and things like that. Um, it's just cool. You know, um, the, the projects in this are really fucking cool. And then they talk about compost recipes and show you how to layer and stuff like that. Um, and also they have all these different sections on like where to get things, Right. So if it's like, if you want to make a compost now, go source your own stuff for your compost. Like you don't need to just use your own compost. You can source stuff. Um, but sourcing seeds and plants and all sorts of different stuff like that. It's a, it's a wicked book. It's a really wicked book. And then how, and you know, then it goes into the regular kind of gardening stuff, right? How to weed, how to, how to plant difference, you know, root vegetables and, and things like that. It's, I don't know. It's, um, it goes, it gets more and more in depth as you go deeper into the book. Um, but it talks about, you know, all the different things that, that you're going to notice and different, different tricks that you can use to, you know, there's a thing of him like pouring, it looks like beer, uh, but you're pouring beer into like a Mason jar in the soil. So you put the soil, you know, you put the Mason jar in there in the, the dig a hole, put the Mason jar in, you know, but don't cover the top of the Mason jar. Um, and then you pour beer into it. And then I don't know what he's doing with this thing here. That's called a slug pub. But the whole idea is the beer attracts the slugs. They fall into the beer and then they die. But it's just, there's a lot of that kind of shit that's going to get in and fuck with your, with your plants. Right. I've talked about that in some of the other gardening books that I've, I've reviewed in the podcast. So I don't know. Good shit, man. It's a good shit. 
It's a good shit book. Guys, grow food for free. The sustainable zero cost, low effort way to a bountiful harvest by <laughs> Richards. Um, yeah, definitely. DK, right? And like I said, if this is not your thing, there's a lot of people, you know, spend time at my mom's yard. My dad working on his stuff, talking to my other friends. Again, just been in a lot of backyards lately. Um, and a lot of people talking about how they want to start growing shit and whatnot. Well, guys, this is a great book. Grow food for free. Uh, but if that's not your interest, if you have other interests, check out, uh, dk.com slash CA in Canada, dk.com in the States, or just Google DK books and see what other books they have. Whatever you're into, undoubtedly, there's going to be books on the subject. Again, I've got a couple friends who I'll be, uh, getting some reviews from, uh, some of the DK stuff that I've given them. I'm outsourcing some of my reviews. So a book for them, a review for all of us. Um, yeah. And that's it. What do I got coming up this week? Nothing, nothing. So tell me what you got going on, right? Contact at one man podcast.com. I'd love to know what you guys have going on in your lives. What's new and exciting with you, what you're into. I, uh, I'm going to finish these playthroughs of the last of us, you know, on survivor mode, which is incredibly difficult. And then, uh, then who knows what I'm going to do with myself, right? Play another game or, you know, I'm going to keep going for these walks. The weather in Ottawa has been crappy the last couple of days. Um, like I said, I managed to get out for a walk, uh, yesterday, uh, which was nice, but with the weather, not nice. Uh, I don't know. I do not like getting rained on, you know, bring an umbrella, shut the fuck up you and your solutions. Right. So, um, I'll just let you know what's going on with me. Thanks for continuing to listen to the podcast. I appreciate you guys being out there. Would love to hear from you and know what you got going on, what you're doing to stay in shape or how you've completely let yourself go or whatever the hell it is. What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you doing? I want to hear about it, guys. Send me an email. All right. But until uh, until next week's podcast, I hope you're well, and we'll talk to you soon. Please tell us why